Well, good morning. It is the fall, and I know that uh, for many families, life in the fall brings us in lots of different places and spaces, and so I do want to say a word of welcome to anyone who might be joining us today for the first time, or if it's just been a little while since you were at Christ the Redeemer and you're coming back, I just I want to say welcome, good to have you back. Uh, and if you didn't know, uh, last week was my first week in home. I had been away on a 30-day silent retreat, and um, I shared a little bit last week that I would uh, probably unpack the retreat with you over the subsequent weeks, and I'd like to talk a little bit about one thing that happened to me on the retreat, which I think is a springboard for perhaps a conversation I think that's really relevant for all of us. A big part of my retreat was just about life, about my life. Um, Grateful to the Lord for so many things, but, uh, you know, just humanly, incarnationally, one of the blessings of the retreat is um, I lost 34 pounds in 30 days. Um, Praise God for that. And uh, I'd been uh, aware of just the pace of life uh, long before the retreat started. I think that's probably one of the reasons I went on the retreat. Just aware of uh, my personal need to reconnect with the Lord and just a a growing uh, attentiveness to just the pace of my life and um, all the many ways that that impacts me and other people. And, uh, and so it was just a real gift to be uh, on retreat. Uh, if you didn't know, I was in Assisi. That's where Francis of Assisi lives. We just celebrated his feast day this past Friday. And if you don't know anything about Assisi, the only thing you need to know is that nothing is flat. Um, it's on a mountain. So when you're excited about going to visit a church and you're walking downhill, just know that for every downhill, there's an uphill. And uh, part of the, the, the grace of the retreat was not only reconnecting with the Lord, but uh, just kind of getting back to health. And So after losing 34 pounds in 30 days, um, I remember on day 29... Ooh, all this anxiety that popped up in my heart about coming home. I was just, I was begging the Lord for help uh, all, every day on retreat, but I remember on day 29 of the retreat, just sharing my heart with the Lord about the anxiety of just coming home. And... Uh, you know, it's one thing to be on retreat for 30 days, and, and uh, I was completely silent for those 30 days, but when you come back, you've got to start talking to people and um, they integrate everything that happened on the retreat into life here. And, and I think just to share with you, to be quite honest, there was a significant, um, I would say, life-changing conversion on the retreat. And on day 29, there was this this anxiety 
about what's going to happen when I come home. Um, I remember telling the Lord, like, I, I can't, I can't go back to that pace. I, I can't go back to that life. I, I can't go back to being that, that person. And I, I remember on day 29 of the retreat, talking to him about this past week. Um, I was with you last Sunday. I'm here with you today. And the days in between of getting back to the office and um, looking at a calendar and uh, conversations with the bishop and 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 all kinds of things. At, on day 29, there was a lot of anxiety about that. And on day 29, what he told me was not to worry that he would be there with me. In a sense, he said, have faith. And the the Lord is good. He's very good. He's very faithful. And in the gospel today, he talks about, like, faith. He wants us to increase our faith. And I was struck with that because you wouldn't be here at Mass today if you didn't have faith. But faith, it's one of those words that gets tossed around so easily or it gets, I think, misrepresented in lots of different conversations about God or the difficulties of life. Or So when Jesus looked at his apostles today and said, Increase our faith. And he used the image or the example of the mustard seed. What what did he really mean with that? And what does that mean for your life? Well, let me give you the example as an example, and then let's apply it to your life. But let me just ask you a question first. Where... Is God asking you to trust him right now? I just shared with you that I was on my knees a couple weeks ago begging the Lord for his fidelity. What about you? Where is God right now asking you to trust him? I want you to think about that. Now stay there, and I want to walk you back through my example. This is day 29 of my retreat. Let's call it, I don't know, the middle of September. And this, over here, is this past week, the first week of October. In the middle of September... 
I was begging God to please help me the first week of October. And he was telling me to trust him. Now watch what happens. This is, this is me, but this is you. I, when I heard him say, trust me, in September, I was so focused over here. Okay, you want me to trust you when I get home, first week of October, that it was hard because I wasn't in October. I was in September. And I couldn't, it, it just seemed like it was off in the distance and I couldn't touch it. So faith, or trusting God, can be difficult for every one of us. Why? Because we are often asked to trust God oftentimes in what we want Him to eventually do or eventually act. Does that make sense? Okay. And He wasn't asking me to trust Him in the first week of October when I was praying in the middle of September. In fact, what He really meant when He said increase our faith is stop trusting in my action and trust in the person. Because the person who was with me in the middle of September, and the person was with me the very next day, and the person was with me the very next day, and the person was with me the very next day, and the person was with me on Monday of this past week, and Tuesday of this past week, and Wednesday of this past week. You see, we don't trust in his actions. We trust in the person. So when he says to us today, increase our faith. Faith in what? Faith that he's going to do something for us? Faith that he's going to answer a prayer? Faith that he might change something in us? Because how many times have you and I together begged him for something and it doesn't happen when we want it to happen or how we want it to happen? And so if we're so focused on the outcome, then we won't trust the person because the outcome so oftentimes doesn't meet our expectation. Does that make sense? Right? So when he says today, increase our faith, in a sense, he's looking at the apostles and saying, it, we want, I want you to increase your trust in the person. And when I was in September, when I was on day 29 of the retreat, he was looking at me and he was asking me, as I was so focused on the future, he was looking at me saying, okay, am I trustworthy? That was his response to me. He didn't say anything about what I was asking for. He just looked at me when I was on my retreat and he says, do you trust me? 
And I said, yes. And then what he did is, now watch the time here. He didn't say, this is what I'm going to do for you. What he said is, let me prove to you that I'm trustworthy. And he went backwards. He said, don't you remember when I was here for you here? And don't you remember when I was here for you here? And don't you remember when I was here for you here? In other words, he wanted me to remember all of the ways that he has already proven to me that he is trustworthy. So increase our faith, the first line in today's gospel. I don't think that that has a whole lot to do with memorizing stuff, or I don't think that has a whole lot to do with God blessing our good ideas. When he says increase our faith, faith is believing that he is going to do what he has promised us in the scriptures he's going to do. So my question for us today is, where is he asking you to trust? And today, could you, remembering everything that he's already done for you, would you be willing to let go of how you think the future is going to be and just in the present moment today, simply look at the person. Be with the person. Open your heart to the person. And there, we'll not only find the one who is the answer for our future and the one who is the person who has blessed us in the past, but there, in the present moment with the person, will find the key to a life of faith. Amen?